All right, Ruthann, today we are brought to you by National Carriers, 888-311-7076. If you're a truck driver looking for a job, lease purchase, regional positions, and you want to be in one of those nice Kenworth T680s, check them out again at 888-311-7076. We're also brought to you by Carter Lumber. Carter Lumber is looking for local drivers only, Class A, Class B, and they'll take a few students right out of school, and they have some non-CDL job uh, driving jobs. Mm-hmm. You can check them out at carterlumber.com forward slash talkcdl. And make sure you go to carterlumber.com forward slash talkcdl. Fill out that little uh, thingy they have, and they'll call you and get you in. We're also brought to you by none other than DriveWise, Ruthann, D-R-I-V-E-W-Y-Z-E. <laughs> you love that. <laughs> DriveWise, uh, uh, the biggest app based scale bypassing company there is on the market today check them out they've got such great things they can do for a driver take seconds to download the app and if you're an owner operator a lease company driver and also they have a the safety feature thing that they that they're now coming out with this new safety app that's going to be coming out and it's free company drivers can download it Ruth Ann and it'll give them warnings on all kind of trucking stuff really oh yeah so we had did a little interview with them the other day and they uh revealed the app that's coming out Ooh, that's sneak de- peeking it right that's drivewise d-r-i-v-e-w-y-z-e download the app today bypass the scales or like i said if you're a company driver it's free to use and the safety features they say are going to just blow you away. Ruthann, last but not least, the new company out there that's that's changing trucking right now. Mm-hmm. Um, they're providing truck parking across the United States in droves. They're growing. They're really the Airbnb of trucking parking. And uh, their name is truckparkingclub.com. If you're a landowner or you're a driver, signing up is free and Get on in there and start being a part of the solution. Ruth, and you had something you wanted to read real quick for truckparking.com? Well, I mean, it's... I'm sorry, truckparkingclub.com. Right. It's um, it's just a network that they use uh, online as far as you have to go to their webpage. They don't have their app just yet. And you go to truckparkingclub.com. You join their network. You can be part of their club that does trucking companies, storage companies, CDL schools, trailer leasing companies, real estate investors, trucking park, truck parking operators, and more for their available spots. There you go. Check out truckparkingclub.com. And they have long-term rentals and just overnight, if you're in a pinch somewhere in some city and you need a place to park, truckparkingclub.com. Come, Ruthann, interesting video I sent you to look at before the show started as we're moving on with the show here. Mm-hmm. It was a video of a, a, uh, a car hauler. His truck was stolen here in Florida for a brief, brief period by a, a, a young guy but that goes by the name of, let me just look this guy's name up, this, this truck thief. His name, what a name, Exxon Gonzalez Casares um, jumped in a truck driver's tractor trailer at the fuel pump at a pilot. It's really in Hialeah. I looked it up. It's it's called um, I think Medley, Florida, which is really 
um, the Hialeah or the Miami area. So what do you expect? You know, it's not like some nobody's ever stolen a truck in Miami before. What do you think? Huh? Um, it's a large city, so. I mean, we, we live in Florida. Where, where, do you think, where do you think truck theft? If you looked at the national statistics, mm-hmm. there's like three places where truck theft is like the highest. Yeah. Miami's one of those it three. Is. It is. So if you've never been to Miami before and you're bringing your tractor trailer, make sure you don't leave it alone, especially running. At and a tr- unlocked. <laughs> unlocked and running while you're in the fuel island. Yes, you would think, okay, no one's going to steal my truck because there's other truckers and everything around. But guess what happened? You got Someone touched Someone jumped in it. Mr. Exxon Gonzalez Caceres jumped in and went for a, a brief joyride. But then what happened, Ruthann? What did we see happen to the man's truck and the driver that stole it? What did we actually see happen there? Well, the the there is the gentleman and another gentleman were smashing at the windows trying to pull the person out. Well, see, basically what happened was a car blocked the car hauler, so he couldn't really get away too much. He ran into the car. And as they videoed it, like Ruth Ann just said, they smashed the window to to help Mr. Exxon Gonzalez Caceres get out of the truck. They helped him really nice, too, yes, by the way. Yes, it was nice. I seen that. It was grabbing him and pulling him right out. Yeah, they helped him out of the truck. And they, what's that can they had with them? Was that, was that whoop ass? Is that what that? <laughs> I think they opened it, too. I think they opened, they opened the whoop ass can. <laughs> And they they, they they poured all they poured whoop ass all over Mr. Exxon Gonzalez because in fact I counted over twelve punches to his face when they whipped him down on the ground. I mean he must have had like the the, the whoop ass. It might have been what you call extra extra punch or whatever it's called extra strength extra strength whoop ass and and they whipped his ass and, and then they held him until the police came they zip tied him they zip tied him <laughs> they whipped his ass now and, and Ruth, here's really what it comes down to you st- first off when you steal a man's truck okay that's his livelihood Mm-hmm. And I think the guy was an owner-operator. I could be wrong. Maybe he wasn't. Maybe he was. But you steal a trucker's livelihood. First off, he's got personal belongings in there. Okay, mm-hmm. he he lives. Have medicine. He might stuff, have. You know? He might have medicines. He's got personal belongings, mm-hmm. s- sacred things that may you know it, he wouldn't want to lose. A wedding ring, maybe pictures of his family. You know, you're breaking into the man's house. And then you decide to put it in gear and take his house down the road. I would say, I would say that. Well, I, I, go ahead. Go ahead. I just read a little further, which I didn't notice before. This gentleman. Which gentleman? Exxon or yeah, the trucker? No, Exxon. Exxon the thief. Yeah. When he was arrested, he's facing multiple charges, including battery, grand theft, and possession of a firearm by a convicted felon. So this isn't his first time doing something stupid. Well,. My guess is a guy that gets to tractor-trailer stealing might have stolen a few cars prior to that. What do you think? Well, I'm just saying he's not very smart when he does so many multiple stupid things. But anyways, hooray for the good good guy. The trucker, of course, he protected his home, opened up the whoop-ass, and, and now Mr. Exxon Gonzalez Caceres knows what it's knows exactly what it's like to try to rip a trucker off. Well, hopefully he'll never, ever, ever, ever do it again. I, th- I think I'm going to share that video on Talk CDL's big page 
because I want to tell you something. Congratulations. Was the trucker's name in there? Um, I didn't see it. I didn't see. Let me look and see. I got, I've, I've got to see just because I want to say his name and congratulate him. Maybe not. Let's see. Uh, da, 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 da. No, no. They're just calling him truck driver. Truck driver. Truck driver. The you know truck what? driver. Truck That's... driver. Truck driver. I got to be honest with you guys. It made me excited to just sit here and talk about the bad guy getting mm-hmm. his ass kicked. All right. Ruthann, can we move on? Moving on. Moving on from the ass whooping story. Ruthann, did you have something for us today? You had something about the clearinghouse. Uh huh. Yeah, I mean, it, it, before I get into what I wanted to talk about today, it was an interesting um, article that you read to me that they're doing now with the clearinghouse. You said there was a loophole. Yeah, there is a loophole no one really thought of. What's really funny is I know of another loophole, but I'm not going to say it. Uh-huh. Okay. But there is another loophole. But anyways, there was a loophole in the clearinghouse where some drivers were getting away with maybe failing a drug screen. Rethan, you got the article? Yeah, actually it came to the FMCSA's attention when they were addressed by the members of the Truckload Carriers Association at a meeting in Orlando this past week where this loophole where, let's just say Troy, Troy Trucker, Failed a drug screen. Hey, man, who smoked a little weed. Yes. Snorting a blow. Well, he got fired from his company for the random. He just failed. He caught me with a crack pipe. Oh, okay. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. So, so he applies with my company. Hey, baby, can you hire me? No. No. <laughs> Based on just what I'm seeing, no. <laughs> but he... I, I run his information. His clearinghouse is clean at that time. I'm going to go ahead and think of hiring him. I can shift your gears. Oh, gosh. So anyways, that was the loophole. People were able to go, fail drug screen, but quickly get hired on to another company because it wasn't being shown at the time. So it sounds like, if, you, if I may, so what happened was they fail a drug screen. The doctors and all are obligated to put it into the system, but it wasn't getting put in in time before he can slip in there and apply with another company. Correct. Okay. Correct. So what happens now with the FMCSA has done? The solution? The solution. Let's hear it. Well, if Troy Trucker fails his drug screen. Hey, man, I was framed. And then I go ahead and hire him. The clearinghouse now will notify everybody that has ran his reports in the last 12 months. To, dry, to hire him, they'll then send messages to those people stating that he has now been notified of having a drug failure. All right, so let me get this straight. So a driver fails a drug screen. Mm-hmm. Trucker Troy. Trucker Troy. Caught me with some weed. Right? I fail it, but right away I apply with another company. Mm-hmm. And the other company hires me because they... The random that I failed was not put into the clearinghouse in time. Mm-hmm. So I get hired within the next 30 or 60 days, though. Every company that ran my clearinghouse right after I failed the drug screen and didn't catch it, mm-hmm. they're going to get messages now throughout the year from the clearinghouse. Exactly. From every from every failure? Is that how it's going to work? Anybody that failed, they're going to be blasting these guys with messages saying, okay, he did fail the drug screen, blah, 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 and therefore now I'm going to get fired. So you're going to fire me now that I got caught? Yeah, because you lied, falsified your application. All right. Well, 
So anybody that, that has ran a clearinghouse on you for a 12-month period before, you know, like in that 12 months of, of when you got that failure. So if you got your failure in October, then for, you know, up until that year for the 12-month period, it's going to be notified that you failed that to the ones that are still, that had inquired. So that like, say a month ago, someone inquired about you. They're going to now send a report saying, hey, this person has now failed. Because what happens a lot of times is drivers will, will, will do an app and then they'll keep it on hold. They'll do many applications and they'll keep that on hold. So what happens is 30 days down the road, that clearinghouse was already ran, but it, they don't have to rerun it until 30 days. You know, you have a 30-day window. I see now. So now the clearinghouse will just send a message to you, hey, or me, I should say, hey, RA Trucking, you just did an inquiry on Troy Trucker um, two weeks ago. Well, he has failed a, a um, drug failure, you know, has a drug failure now. Yeah, he now has a positive result. Mm-hmm. Okay. And they'll do that up until 12 months accordingly. Well, I mean, that sucks for the the guy doing the weed, but, you know, but it's good for, you know, here's the thing. If you think about this one thing, if you're a trucking company, right, and you hire a driver that failed a drug screen, but you didn't know it. First off, it's, it's not even legal now for you to hire that driver until he's actually completed a SAP program, which stands for substance abuse program, and then had gone through what's called the return to duty status mm-hmm. okay and then he has to have at least six random tests throughout the year all this has to be legally done in trucking now or the company that hires him could get in trouble so now you you hire a guy you didn't know because of the loophole mm-hmm. and then maybe the guy gets into an accident and you end up in court and you get your butt sued off mm-hmm. because that's negligent hiring. You knew the guy, you know, was doing drugs and boom, blah, 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 blah. So, it, you know, it's good for the company that um, Clearinghouse caught this. And now they're, I'm going to tell you something. We just read last week, 144,000, 144,000 truck drivers have been taken out of commission since Clearinghouse. You had something? Well, the additional thing that they're trying to do, which and I don't I don't quite agree upon is they are going to start they're, they're trying to enforce the FMCSA to um, start doing hair follicle testing instead of just urinalysis. Well, I've been hearing that for a long time personally. It says here that they um, the agency is being proactive as it can be. So they're trying to get that going and they're trying to force a zero tolerance because there's been 5,000, an average, I guess, 5,000 deaths per year, including 800 commercial driver fatalities. Yeah. Well, you, you know, if you want the truth, those statistics, those numbers, mm-hmm. I've studied that for a long time. And it's been roughly four to 5,000 deaths per year involving semi-trucks. So I would tell you that I don't know that Drugs have a lot to do with it, you know, because I think it was 80 or 85% of those accidents, those deaths were actually the fault of the four wheeler. So, I, I mean, yes, I agree. I've been watching them t- 
talking about hair follicle, and they probably are going to, because I read a big article. Once they start actually doing the hair follicle, it's going to be, I think, three inches, or th- I think one inch goes back. They'll put it this way: they only can do it to where the hair, when they cut your hair, that it is it goes back far enough to hit a 90 day period. So there's a certain measurement that they can only take off the hair. I would say probably like maybe a half an inch at the most, because they say it takes like a, like a quarter inch every 30 days, your hair will grow a quarter of an inch or something to that effect. I don't, I don't, I can't I remember. It's not long. Your, your hair grows really slow. Yeah. Well, I, I can't remember. I know that it was, it was a short piece that mm-hmm. they would be taking off and the article had said, make sure when, if you're doing a hair follicle to make sure you see the measurement that they take also well, when that, they do that. That's actually what they're saying because, um, if they're going to start, um, enforcing the hair follicle, they have to work with the department of health and human services and they're not quite affiliated and associated enough to get the, the requirements down 100% with that. So between that and then the other thing that came up was the speed limiter. So really, they're attacking the FMCSA right now. Oh, I, I, I agree. I mean, truckers have targets on their backs. Speed limiters and hair follicles, have been they've been talking about it for a long time. The speed limiter, I'll be honest with you, I zero agree with that. I zero. If, if that's the case... If you're going to make speed limiters on trucks, then you should make them on cars. Mm-hmm. Can you imagine what, how blocked the interstates would be if truckers were only, because they said 65, 68 or 70, something like that is what the limit's going to be. Can you imagine if every truck can do 65 or 68? Can you imagine like going down I-95? It would just be a, a just a giant blockade of trucks trying to pass each other that might be able to do a quarter mile an hour or more. It would be crazy it's traffic. A, that momentum got a little bit higher going up the hill or down it or whatever, but I think it will end up encouraging a lot more road rage, personally. I think it, it, it'll it definitely encourage more road rage, and I agree with you 100%. But you know what? Only time will tell, and I think it's time to move on, Ruth Ann. <laughs> Moving on. That was pretty slick, babe. What's that? <laughs> Only time will tell. It's time to move on. That was that was a little slick there. Pardon the pun. I, <laughs> I, I really didn't even realize I was doing something intelligently smart. No, you weren't. It just, it just was funny. Yeah. I mean, sincerely. Okay. So anyways, what I wanted to talk about today, are you ready for this title? Sure. Married while trucking. Hmm. Married now we've, with children, married while trucking. Yeah, not married with children, just married while trucking. And I literally have some questions, comments, and statements. But let me tell you real quick the reason why I bring, I bring this entire subject up. Recently, I was talking to a company that I know personally, a flatbed company. And he has this guy, the owner, I was talking to him, right? And he has this trucker that works for him and the trucker has been there three years wow and the guy's actually doing a lease purchase with him and he said this guy's a really good runner he stays out he's awesome well the guy got married six months ago okay so during that three years period only six months ago he got married 
so it's not new. Three months ago, the truck driver got a Dear John letter from his new wife. Not quite a Dear John letter. A Dear John letter is like a, hey, I found somebody else. You know what I mean? This is a, a pre, let's say it's a pre-Dear John letter. This is from the new wife. And she writes, if you don't start being home more, I'm leaving you. And he stays out two to three weeks. That's not that long. That's not that long for an over-the-road guy. And he's lease purchasing. When you're a lease purchase guy, most people know you cannot go home a lot to do this. So anyway, so Mike, the owner of this company, he told me, he said, yeah, the guy's losing money. He said, I, I might have to let him go because for the last couple of months, the guy will come, he'll go home on a Thursday, right? He'll try to get home on a Thursday and he'll stay at his house till Tuesday. So the guy's running like two and a half days a week, which is definitely not going to cover his cost in a lease purchase. No, it won't. But she knew this prior to the wedding. Well, we're going to talk about that and see... That's, that's really why I, I'm titling this Married While Trucking. Do you have what it takes to be married to a trucker? Do you have what it takes as a trucker to be married and on the road? You know, it goes both ways. It's not just the little lady sitting at home, Ruth Ann, okay? Mm-hmm. And many, many truckers are married, because I've talked to truckers over the years that, that say, yeah, man, you know, I wish I could stay out longer. And I always say, well, why don't you just take your wife with you? And they say, well, she works. Mm-hmm. She has a career. She has a job. You know, she 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 does this stuff. Okay, well, that's understandable when you get together, right? Mm-hmm. So um, I would say it's not worth getting married if you don't have what it takes to be a trucking family. Would you agree with that? Well, yeah. Why, why get married if you are going to be making threats to one another or making each other miserable because of it. I mean, that's what happens. So I'm going to, I want to get your take on this because you were married to a trucker. You're still married to a trucker. Uh, yeah. I'm like, we're <laughs> it's like, what? what? So, but let's, let's ask a few questions first. Okay. All right. And you brought up a good point. Ladies, when you met your, and, and this, this message right now is to the ladies, or maybe there's a guy at home where his wife is out there trucking, but that's very low percent. So it's mainly going to be for the little lady that sits at home while her trucker's out on the road. Okay. Mm-hmm. So ladies, when you met him, was he already a trucker? And this, this is, we're going to talk about this first. There's different levels that we're going to talk about. So this is for the ladies that when you, when you fell in love with the guy, he was already a trucker. Mm-hmm. He was already on the road all the time. He was already gone a lot. And so you dated when he came home. You couldn't wait to see him. Things were so good that you decided to say yes when he got on his knee and asked you to marry him. Right, Ruthann? Right. So my question is, if you met him while he's on the road and you can't stand him being away, and you're thinking about leaving him. Question. Remember Bugs Bunny used to say, what's the hassle, smassle? That's my question. What's the hassle? You knew this. Ruth Ann even said it. You knew the trucker was a trucker. Mm-hmm. You dated him. You probably even went on some trips with him. But the bottom line is you were already used to this relationship when you fell in love with this guy. Right. Now, he didn't change anything. 
he's still the same person. Right. Most likely, most truckers, we're just a bunch of big galoose, right? You know, we're just doing our thing. We love driving the truck. We like cleaning the truck. We like talking about the truck. And we like coming home to see our families. Okay. Um, what's changed? Why Why are you changing? The question is, why is a, a woman all of a sudden now changing, Ruthann, her routine? She She fell in love with the guy. And now all of a sudden, like, for example, this guy that's working for Mike, she said, she said, if you don't start coming home more, and what she's thinking is every weekend or get a local job, she's going to leave. And what are your thoughts on that? I think that's, well, like I said, she already knew what kind of job he had to bring home the money to support her. So why would she try and change that now? You know, if she has a job of her own or some kind of career that she needs to work. So, I mean, I I guess I'm I'm a little flabbergasted of why someone would do that to the guy that's, you know, that's, that's really wrong. I mean, he's out on the road. Now you just added some more stress to him that he already has enough. I just don't understand why you would do that when you already knew what kind of person he was. Here's, I'm going to give you my take. I never, ever would tell anybody to get a divorce or to leave your husband or wife. That, that You're not going to ever hear that. You know that, Ruth, and I would never promote that, ever. But here's what I would tell you. You got together. You have a career together, right? My thing is this. If she, if she's met you, you were a trucker, and everything was all honky-dory, okay? And now, all of a sudden, the threats are coming, if you don't do this, I'm going to leave you. Blah, 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 blah. My guess is if you give up your trucking career, it won't take her long to change something else. Mm-hmm. If she's that flighty, I would tell you, you know, if she leaves, that's one thing. I would never tell you to leave her. And I would never tell anybody to break up with anybody. But there's a there's a part where you got to put your foot down. You can't just let her, you know, run the relationship and tell you, well, you got to give up your career now. And, and, and to be with me, because like I said, odds are down the road, if she's that must messed up in her mind that she can't remember that she fell in love with you for who you were to begin with, most likely she's going to change something else. I agree with that. She's going to keep making those demands. I mean, what would she do when you give up that job and you come home and you're working that, you know, something not making as much money? What's she going to say then? You can barely support us. I seen a meme the other day. Um, it was a late, it was a cartoon meme where the lady goes, um, I need you to do something for me. And the trucker's like, anything, baby, anything. And she said, give up trucking. And all of a sudden you see her go flying. He kicks her out of the truck. She's just <laughs> flying out the door. <laughs> He's just like, see ya. You know, but you know, here's what I would ask you right now. If you're, if you currently know a trucker and you're dating the trucker, okay, Ask yourself a couple questions, all right? Ladies, can you handle being alone at nights? Seriously, you need, you need to know this. Mm-hmm. Okay, can you handle being at home and, 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 and while he's on the road, you going to work, and then, because obviously if you have a career, that's why you're not going with him. Um, can you handle that? Or how's, here's another question. Is it just a nothing job? Could you give up your job and just go out on the road with him? Correct. You know, you got to ask yourself these questions. You know, uh, now if you have kids, can you be, can you handle being mom and dad while, while, while Papa's away and, and disciplining the kids and taking care of the house? Um, 
Here's another question for you ladies. You met a trucker, you're dating, you're in love with him. Can you honestly see yourself being faithful for weeks at a time? Seriously. Are you going to be that lonely at night that you might cheat on the guy? For real. I mean, that's just a way to ruin the whole family, the whole career, everything. You ask yourself these questions and be honest with yourself. I got some questions for the driver that's getting married. You just met your bride-to-be and your lover. Can you handle it? Can you handle being without your little dove that you sit and coo on the wire with? <laughs> huh? You and her sitting at the ice cream shop, you holding her hand, giving her whispering sweet nothings in her ear, all that other good stuff while you're home. Are you going to be able to handle seriously being gone all the time? Hmm? Are you going to go crazy? Ask yourself this. Are you going to go crazy while you're away from the truck? Or the, for, by, blah, I can't even talk today. If you're a trucker, are you going to go crazy? Are you going to go nuts if you can't get a hold of her? Seriously. Are you going to go crazy? Are you going to think maybe while you're away, the UPS man is creeping into the house and servicing your old lady? Or do you think one of your friends is stopping over? Are you going to be able to handle her being home alone? See, ladies and gentlemen, if you can't handle the questions, it ain't worth getting married, Ruthann. I agree. It's absolutely not. And truck drivers, here's the next question for you. Will you also be faithful to your lady while you're on the road, are you, are you going to, is your love and her love enough for you? Because I'm going to tell you something. Once you start being unfaithful, it's, it's over. I mean, you're just, you're entering into a contract, a marriage, an agreement, a promise, a commitment. And if, if you have that, if you've answered no, or I can't do that in your mind or your heart to any of those questions I just asked you, I would tell you. Not to get married. It just isn't worth getting married, Ruthann. It's not, because if you end up having children, then you're putting the children through a divorce. Because if you can't handle it, that's what you're doing. You're, you're, you're basically saying, we're going to fail. So why, why already put yourself in that statistic if you already know that you can't do that? I mean, that's kind of stupid. Yeah, I mean, look, it's not just the trucker. You know, the one thing, I'm going to speak for my marriage, okay, one of the things I learned a long time ago in a marriage, a trucking marriage, is it takes two. And it takes a very strong woman, a very strong woman to be married to a trucker. Because mama has to do everything you don't do while she's at home and she has to stay committed to you. And it takes a very strong trucker to be a faithful husband and to go out, work his ass off, and know he's missing out on a lot. Missing out on seeing the kids grow up, Ruthann. He's missing out on, you know, being at home every day in his bed, being in the local area. He's literally, you know, if he's a committed, hardworking trucker, 
he's missing a lot too mm -hmm. because he's coming home. You know me, I used to come home every two weeks. Mm -hmm. So that was four days a month. I would be home for less than two days. I'd come home for two weeks and I'd be home for, I'd get home either on a Friday night or a Saturday morning and I was leaving Sunday afternoon. Mm -hmm. All right. And then I was gone for 14 days and I would come back and I would do it all over again for years. I just kept doing it that way. And you know, you just, you miss so much. So the question is, do you men got what it takes? To, to have a successful marriage and be committed to taking care of your family and missing out like that and not thinking, well, maybe I deserve a little extra or maybe a little LL while I'm out on the road. Little lot lizard. Uh, yum, 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 yum. Yeah. Yum, yum. Yeah. Here you go, Lizzie. Lizzie the lizard. That just, uh, I, I just had like too many gross My lizard's a pole dancer. No, no, but seriously, you, you, you know, can, can you do it? Can you, can you, can you answer yes to all these questions? If you can, then get married. Ladies, the same question I have for you. If you can't say, yes, I can do all these things. Don't, don't, why ruin somebody else's life? And don't, don't go with the, I think I can. So if you think you can, then hold off. What was it like for you, Ruthann, being married to a trucker? Trucker Troy. What was, it, what was it for real? What was it like when you were at home? You know, and you know the one thing I didn't bring up? Um, the fact that when you were trucking, we didn't have FaceTime. We didn't have cell phones. We didn't have totally different any of that stuff. So when you were gone... I got to talk to you for a few minutes on the phone in the evening when you were done. That was it. That was it. And most of the time I was like, oh, I got to go to bed. I'm so beat. Right. So you got or, me. Or I had to get the kids ready for bed or I had it depending on when you called, you know, there might have been something going on. Well, you know, one of the things somebody said to me one time was an old trucker. He said, you want to know something, Troy, that, that most men never think of that a woman has to go through that is raising a family at home while we're out on the road. He said, imagine you're the, you're a lady and you have say one or two kids that are like two years old and four years old. Imagine that 14 days in a row. What's your conversation consist of? No, no, stop that. No. Okay. Come here. Hey, let's watch Bugs Bunny or whatever they watch today. Mm -hmm. SpongeBob or I'm probably still behind on, you are. on cartoons. You are. Yeah. But, but the Paw Patrol. <laughs> yeah. But the bottom line is, you know, you got a, you've, you've got a woman at home. Her conversation consists of little kid conversation. So for 14 days in a row, she might get a few phone calls at night, but in person conversations, 95% of it is with little tiny kids. So when you come home, hubby, she needs you to be romantic, nice, and have adult conversations. Because this old trucker taught me that. He said, man, I would not want to be the woman at home. And seriously, yes, I love my kids, he said. But can you imagine for two weeks in a row, you all, like almost all your whole conversation is talking to some little romper room kid. Mm -hmm. That's what it is for the ladies. <laughs> I do know what it is for the ladies. I've done it. <laughs> yeah. So anyways... Married with trucking. That's really all I wanted to talk about today. Married while trucking. I think, you know, if, if you're met somebody as a trucker, okay, met him while he was trucking, <clears throat> excuse me, I think that it's a good idea to ask yourself those questions. Mm -hmm. Okay. He was a trucker. Now, I will tell you, there is one flip side of the coin, Ruthann. Just real quick, we can touch on it. What's that? You know, what happens to the couple that's 
they're married for five five years, they're in love, and the husband decides he comes home one day from working on the assembly line or or the factory or wherever wherever he works, right? He's a car salesman, whatever, and he says, "Honey, I want to be a trucker." You know, so you you got to understand her now would be a little different. She she didn't meet him as a trucker. He's now saying, look, we've been together for the last five years every day. I love you. We've been in bed together and we've got kids. But I want to get out on the road and I won't be home for a couple weeks at a time. That's a little bit different, isn't it? It is. But, you know, I also look at it this way. Being a truck driver and going into that at that situation like that could actually be saving your marriage. Because some people can't be around each other constantly. And that little bit of break from each other could end up saving each other if that's what they're, if that's something that they decide to end up doing. Yeah. But I would say in many cases, it might be a little hard on the, on the, on the relationship. If you, if you've already been together a long time and you're used to being together every night versus, okay, I knew what he was when I met him. I knew he was a trucker and you know, this is, we accepted that life. Now things are changing. So that could be a little tougher is all I'm saying versus the other couple. Yeah, it can be. But if the driver, if, if, if this person that was home every night and doing all these things decides to make that kind of change, that drastic type of change. And he didn't take into consideration their life. And he was being like, Hey, I want to do this. And instead of thinking, okay, well, we've got some kids here that they need their dad at this point, you know, especially our young boy, I would question why he's doing that kind of decision at that, that time. You know what I mean? That's what I'm saying. It just, it's just an all around, you know, different scenario when you get that, that, that bomb dropped on you as a wife. If you end up doing that, where like out of the blue, you know, after so many years, you're like, you know what? I'm going to think I'm going to go out on the road and I didn't want you out on the road. I'd be like, what the heck are you thinking? <laughs> exactly. All of a sudden, like, what are you doing? Right. And see, <laughs> and like, and, 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 you know, in your defense, I was a trucker when you met me. Yeah. So you, you, you went into it knowing what I do, you yeah. know? Um, so, you know, all I would say is, and I'll, I'll end this segment with this. Ladies, if you knew who he was when you met him, don't try to change him. That's that's like that's not what it's about, okay? Love him for who he is. He's a trucker. In fact, he loves trucking most likely. If he wasn't a trucker when you met him, okay, you might want to ask him, is this guy trying to get away from me or what? Well, that's what I'm saying. I'd say, what's going on? But it might have been, you know, like truckers. I, I also look at this. Truckers if he's sitting there saying, hey, you know, I know we're together the last 12 years. I really, really want to be a truck driver. It's not something that you usually just you pull out your butt. It's usually something that you've talked about or you've dreamed about or, or you're like, come on, Johnny, let's go get these big trucks and play with them. You know, like this, you kind of see that, that, that hidden trucker in them. So it's, it shouldn't be a surprise. So you, you think most likely you've probably been talking about it for a long time. It's the guy that just all of a sudden randomly goes, I want to be a trucker. That's what I'd be scared about. Yeah. <laughs> I would be scared. And, and when you said pull it out of your butt, I thought of Jim Carrey bending over. <laughs> Remember in Ace Ventura? Uh, but anyways. All right. Moving on. Moving and, and, on. In fact, that's my podcast for the week. I, I, I just wanted to talk about that. You know, every now and then we want to talk about, you know, the personal lives in, in trucking and, um, 
you know, we've got a lot of people that listen to the show and follow the follow us on social media that are truckers' wives and everything. And, uh, you know, it's, it's, uh, the podcast is for everybody moving on. What do you got for me? You have anything else Ruthann, or do you just have the word of the day by word genius? Well, first of all, I'm going to say, come see us at Matt's. Oh yeah, that's right. Our booth number is six zero one four one. We're going to be across from the Kentucky state police right off there in West wing, the last aisle near the end. Yeah, actually, we're on the path right to the food court. Yes, can't miss us. Yeah, so if you're out there getting a burger, come on by, talk CDL. Check us out. Hang out with us for a few minutes. We'd love to shake your hand and say hi to you. Um, we are going to be there all the entire time. I think Tyler will be there. Rebecca's going to be there. So, the, you know, a, a bunch of us are going to are planning to be there. So we'll see who makes it. Awesome. Booth number 60141. Yeah, let's just look for talk CDL. You can't miss us. Hey, Troy. Yes. What do you call a cow in a tornado? A cow in a tornado. I don't know. What? A milkshake. A milkshake. <laughs> do you remember that what's worse than a hurricane thing? Remember the twist? Yes, uh, I, I do. Right, but, you know, I just thought of that. You know, yeah. <laughs> last night on our way home, we stopped and got a milkshake and made me think of that. So I never, I never realized how many people fell for that joke when we were kids. Hey, what's worse than a hurricane? A, a blank twister. But anyways, what? What do you got, Ruthanne? You got the word of the day. Word genius. Word genius. Word of the day. It makes us smarter. Sign up for word of the day. It's free, and they will send you words every day. Words you never even heard of most of the time. Ruthanne, what do you got? Okay, ready? Go ahead. Let's hear it. Concatenate. Do it one more time. Concatenate. Compatinate? No. Con, C-O-N-C-A-T-E-N-A-T-E. Concatenate. Concatenate. So I'm not even going to guess at that one or anything. What does concatenate, concatenate mean? Con- concatenate. Yes. Concatenate. What does it mean? To link things together in a chain or series. That's kind of neat. That's almost like you can use that in social media and in your computer. Yes. Yes, yeah. you can. Because you do a lot of linking. Yes, you can. Yeah. Nice. Ruthanne, we're out of here. Peace. Peace. Praise the Lord.